I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. As returning officer in the leadership election, I can confirm uh, that we have received one valid nomination. Rishi Sunak is therefore elected as leader of the Conservative Party. And there you have it. Rishi Sunak, the leader of the Conservative Party, which means he will be the next prime minister of Great Britain. We expect that will probably take place uh, tomorrow where there will be a formal meeting with King Charles. And while it feels a little bit like Groundhog Day across the pond, Great Britain's uh, new prime minister, Rishi Sunak, uh, after Liz Truss uh, resigned just 44 days into the job. Uh, the question beyond the headline is, who is he and what comes next? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, Rishi Sunak is the new prime minister. Uh, he will be officially moved into that slot uh, tomorrow. And important to remember, this is not a general election. This is not a public election. Uh, this was just amongst the conservative party, who is the majority party in uh, the House of Commons and in the parliament there in Great Britain. And because of that, uh, he is the leader of that party and he will step into that role. A public election, a formal election, uh, is still about two years out. Uh, he does not have to call one before that. I'm sure you will hear uh, the Labor Party uh, making that argument loud and long that uh, the public needs to weigh in on the prime minister and they will be calling for elections uh, to be sure. So the interesting thing is, where does it go from here? Of course, Rishi Sunak is uh, the first uh, non-white leader uh, to be prime minister uh, in the United Kingdom. He's also just 42 years of age, so he is young and energetic. Uh, He came in second to Liz Truss in the last uh, election, and he warned rightly uh, that uh, her focus and her approach was not going to do well for the country. And so let's go to the man himself. He delivered his first address to the nation as the new British prime minister. He began the speech uh, thanking the former prime minister for her service. I'd like to pay tribute to Liz Truss for her dedicated public service to the country. She has led with dignity and grace through a time of great change and under exceptionally difficult circumstances, both at home and abroad. I am humbled and honoured to have the support of my parliamentary colleagues and to be elected as leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party. It is the greatest privilege of my life to be able to serve the party I love and give back to the country I owe so much to. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. 
The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Rishi Sunak is uh, a, an amazing story, an uh, interesting backstory, and it, it's always interesting to see how these things play out. Uh, he was very gracious there to Liz Truss in her very short time, uh, 44 days as prime minister. And some of that you can chalk up to bad timing. Uh, of course, she uh, took over right uh, at the time that uh, Queen Elizabeth was passing. She then went very aggressive on policy, I think, to a nation that was still in mourning and not ready uh, to really go big and and bold. And the financial markets reacted accordingly. And so it was very interesting, uh, even during the uh, debate previously, uh, when Liz Truss won the election and became prime minister, uh, Mr. Sunak was uh, predicted, rightly, uh, there would be negative fallout across the world. Take a listen to what he said uh, during the last election just a short while ago. If you support a plan that Liz is suggesting, which says she doesn't believe in providing direct financial support because she thinks her tax cut is going to help them, which it is not, we are going to, as a conservative government, leave millions of incredibly vulnerable people at the risk of real destitution. And, of course, uh, as the very aggressive tax cut plan uh, came out from then-Prime Minister Truss, uh, the markets reacted. Uh, of course, they're dealing with double-digit inflation there across the pond, and so that created a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stress. And, again, a nation that was in mourning at the time. It's so amazing in politics. So often we think it's this great strategy of uh, the Democrats or a great strategy of the Republicans that pull off some amazing victory and you know lead the country and sometimes that's true. I think we, we give uh, politicians way too much credit when things go well, uh, and we give them way too much blame when things go south. And sometimes it's just a matter of timing and a whole bunch of other factors that are well beyond a president or a prime minister's control. Uh, and so that's an important lesson for us. Uh, I do think that Liz Truss's communication strategy did not match her economic strategy. And I've actually talked to a number of folks. We actually had some some folks on from uh, AEI late last week talking about many of the pieces of the trust economic plan uh, were actually quite sound uh, and could have led to some some good positive result. But they were not communicated at the right time or in the right way. And because of that, they completely unraveled. So it will be very interesting to see what uh, Rishi Sunak does in the coming days. I'm keeping my eye in particular on who he chooses to be that economic leader uh, because that is that is the job in Great Britain right now is dealing with the economics. The economic minister uh, will really have incredible sway and will be very closely scrutinized. Uh, everything they do or don't do uh, will come under the microscope for sure. Uh, so let's listen for a minute. So now this is Rishi Sunak's moment as prime minister to lay out some intentions, to kind of lay out his thesis of how to unite the country. Uh, and here's what he said in that first address to the people of the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom is a great country, but there is no doubt we face a profound economic challenge. We now need stability and unity and I will make it my utmost priority to bring our party and our country together, because that is the only way we will overcome the challenges we face and build a better, more prosperous future for our children and our grandchildren. 
Again, that's the new prime minister and uh, laying out that it is going to require a united party, a united country, in order to better build a to build a better future for the children of the United Kingdom. Uh, again, the economic challenges are great and real, and they are not solvable in an instant. Uh, and where Liz Truss uh, only survived 45 days, it's going to be very interesting to see what Rishi Sunak does as prime minister uh, to really show, I think one of the things he has to lay out for the British people is to say, yes, this is where we are. Uh, this is a bad spot. And here's what we need to do. And here's where we can go together. And then he needs to invite them to be part of that. Not just a high level, hey, we all need to be united. He needs to give them specific things that they can do so that they feel part of that story. Uh, I'm convinced, much like here in the United States of America, when presidents or prime ministers ask the country to do really hard things, they do it. They can rise up. And I would expect no less from uh, this era of British citizen that if they're asked to do the hard thing, if they're asked to step up and do different and do better, I think they will. Otherwise, I think we get left with, sadly, what we've had a lot in this country over the last few years, and that is a lot of high-level platitudes with very deep-level principle or policy that the people can actually embrace and say, that will be hard for me, and I can do that. But to me, that's ultimately, as always, uh, the test of leadership. Easy, easy to be the captain of the ship when the sea is calm and the winds are light and the sun is out. The real test is when the storms rage, the winds are against you, the waves are crushing you, then you find out who the captain of the boat really is. Rishi Sunak is the new Prime Minister of Great Britain. We'll see how he steers the ship of state in the United Kingdom. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.